This episode of the Golf Gaming Podcast on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network is presented to you by Cut. Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head to cut.com. That's K-U-T-T dot com. And use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus and Hall of Fame bets. The sports betting research platform pilates player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit HUFbets.com. Use SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And don't forget to enter our Super Bowl 58 props contest pick 58 super bowl props for a chance to win a thousand dollars you can enter for free at sportsgamepodcast.com slash sb58 or an sgpn app all right djs welcome back it's your boy boston gapper with the god golf himself steve Shermer. we're not talking golf we're talking the big game the super bowl i think we can say that can we say super bowl we can say that. I'm glad we're not talking about golf because I'm a little grouchy uh, after what Not grouchy. Today. It's the fucking first day. The first round's not even over yet. Usually this is me. This is weird for me to have to be like, calm you down. I don't like this. Look, three quarters <laughs> of my positions are already out. But t- I, here's what happened. I, I am taking a little break on my lunch break. I went to the gym. I got to get my clubs regripped. I'm looking forward to it. It was a nice, warm, 48-degree day up in Rochester, New York. That means the gym range is completely packed. I left. The leaderboard was completely fine. Everything's going okay. <laughs> I opened it back up, and the world just cratered at that point. Uh, and to put the cherry on top of everything, uh, the range goats out to a huge lead and live. They're all playing well, like I said. And you know who didn't bet them? Yeah. This guy. Yeah. This guy. But you know what I did do, though? I told you about betting overs, my bread and butter. You know, that's that's mm-hmm. been my binky when things are really tough. Uh, yeah. Four for four on those today. Nice. Uh, nice. including Ricky Fowler over 69 and a half that a couple units on that. I covered all my Phoenix bets with, that, but, but I put uh, Ricky on my first round leader card. Whenever I put money on Ricky Fowler, he sucks balls. So I'm just going to start letting everybody know when I decide I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on him because of course history, I was like, whatever, let's give it a shot. Ricky. You know, yeah. I mean, you know what? We can do a little arbitrage like Rufus does. You know, you put uh, him on like your first round leader card. I bet him over for the round prop, and there you go. We'll end up coming top. We'll, we'll spend the money. But no, we are talking about the uh, the Super Bowl, the big game. I'm excited. Uh, I got a lot of really good props. Uh, I was a little more, like I mentioned, I think on Tuesday the, during the live show, I'm more confident of what I think the Niners are going to do versus the Chiefs. Uh, you know, we can go over that. I think right yeah. now. So. I guess high level. How do you see this game going? Not if it, don't give an official pick. Yeah, yeah. But like just like how do you see both teams kind of um, handling the game? Because I have a narrative in my head, and that kind of drove where so, I led my uh, my props. So my thing is, is I'm so fucking biased because I do not, I do not want fucking Kansas City to win. I just don't. So. I don't know if it's my bias that's making me go that way. I just think that everybody thought the Niners were such a good team and, you know, the playoffs kind of changed that. But I feel like Baltimore kind of stepped on their own dick and they had every chance to win that game last week. I think Shanahan hopefully doesn't, you know, shit down his leg like he normally does. I think the game plan is don't make Brock do too much. Nice, easy throws over the middle where Casey is, you know, uh, easily got versus where their corners are at run the fuck out of the ball with the best player in the NFL. Uh, when Casey's susceptible to that, I think it's a lot of that. Um, I think it's going to be just like every other Super Bowl, right? Kind of get off to a slow start in the beginning. Um, and I think if, I think if San Fran can control the ball, have long drives, I think, I think they'll be fine. I think they come out on top. Yeah. I mean, for San Francisco, I generally agree. I think, 
they're going to try and protect Purdy. And, yeah. and, you know, listen, young kid, not the most athletically gifted, but a lot of really good pieces around him. Uh, I, I, I am structuring my props card that it's going to be a lot of, like you said, a lot of easy throws, a lot of pressure off him, maybe a lot of running the ball because yep. that KC pass rush has been just a beast the last month or so. Yep. Um, a lot of that, as far as the Kansas City side, so I guess it's a question of have we what we've seen for the last month, is that going to be just continuing? They are now the ball control yep. chiefs. Basically, wow. they, yep, they, they just get a little lead and then they just sit on it. And the one thing I know as a Giants fan and, you know, being on the other sideline from Andy Reid for a while is, you know, they've had a lot of success running the ball for the last month or so. And besides Kansas City barbecue, the one thing Andy Reid loves is just forgetting to run and starting to pass. And I just I wonder if San Francisco is finally going to catch on that. Hey, this entire offense is just Kelsey. And Rashid Rice and Isaiah Pacheco, and they've completely just nuked the rest of the team. No. Uh, we'll go over first touchdowns and the props with that later, but like it's just those three guys. Yeah. And are they just going to spend the last two weeks figuring that out? And is Andy Reid maybe going to try and be a little too cute? Maybe more throws to Justin Watson or Valdez Scantling, and it doesn't go that good. So, so we'll see what happens. I think I think that's what I think Harbaugh. I think that's what Harbaugh did. I think he fucking outsmarted himself going into the last week. Like I don't even remember what the number was. It's some absurd number that they ran the ball, and they're like one of the best running teams in the NFL all fucking year. And he decides to make Lamar drop back and throw the ball instead of just going at the other team's weakness and then being so stubborn about it, not even making halftime adjustments. Like Harbaugh is one of the most overrated fucking coaches that ever walked this fucking earth. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It's not like Shanahan's much better. Um, I mean, twenty-eight to three, I can laugh till I die about that. Um, like, like what? Like, talk about forgetting to run the fucking ball. What are you doing, you fucking moron? Like, you, why is Matt Ryan dropping back? Like, oh, like thank God, thank you, Kyle. Uh, and then, dude, he should have won the game uh, with fucking Jimmy Garoppolo for Christ's sake. But he he was so scared of Jimmy Garoppolo, he didn't let him loose until the fourth quarter. And then, of course, at that point, that kid didn't. Have any confidence? I think we're fucking back breaking pick. So I don't know. Shanahan can get in his own way. I think coach and edge. Uh, I think the coach and edge goes to Kansas City. Obviously, quarterback edge. But I think overall offense, San Fran, and I'm. I know San Fran hasn't been up to snuff lately, but I still think San Fran's unit can be on par with with Kansas City. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, it was what, like 45 days ago, we said this Chiefs offense is completely broken. I mean, they lost to the Raiders, for God's sakes. Got embarrassed by that. I mean, they went to Denver. I think they got almost shut out there. Uh, It just, everything looked very difficult for them. And all of a sudden, they kind of have made this little shift towards, okay, we're going to stop passing the ball. We're going to just, you know, run it a little more. We're going to just, Try and get stuff to Kelsey. I don't know if Kelsey was just playing rope a dope all season long because he looks like a completely guy, different guy now. But dude, he uh, had frying pan hands that fucking first game. He was lucky. That's true. Fucking dropped plenty of balls that fucking first game. Yeah, but, but it was right. also yeah. what like zero degrees. So. Yeah, I mean whatever. Like yeah. I don't know. Kelsey's such a douchebag. Um, <laughs> the uh, I didn't I didn't like him before the, the Taylor shit. Taylor doesn't bother me at all. Like that that shit doesn't bother me. Him being a complete douchebag for his entire existence. 
Well, I, th- I think you need to be honest with the uh, the audience right here. I think you are a little threatened by the fact of, A, with Mahomes going after Bray's legs. Oh, I am definitely threatened with Mahomes. But- and I think you're also a little defensive about how everybody's saying, oh, Kelsey's the best tight end yeah, in that. football, which is not, not true. true at all. The difference is is that I can actually appreciate Mahomes and what he does, right? Like, I can appreciate, like, how great he is. Like, he's a great quarterback. And it's fun to watch him. I can't get over how much of a douchebag Kelsey sounds like when he gets on the microphone. He pretends he he, he culturally appropriates. Is that the right, right word on how he speaks? And he grew up in the suburbs and he pretends like like it, there's a Boston sports guy who talks about it all the time. And it's maddening how, how fake and awful Travis Kelsey is. His brother is much, much better, like completely different people. I don't know. He plays for the Eagles. I think. I know. I know. Dickhead too. But listen. I mean, Kelsey's not even the best tight end in in the franchise history. No, fucking Tony Gonzalez. I always know his history. Tony was the absolute man. So, all right. Why don't we head to our first uh, break, and then we will start going down uh, our top three San Francisco Forty Niners props. I love it. Listen, if you guys are looking for a super offer for the Super Bowl Fifty Eight DraftKings. Sportsbook got you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn five bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Uh, all the lines you hear tonight from me, uh, they're going to be coming from DraftKings. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SGP. New customers can bet five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877 877- Eight Hope NY or text Hope NY four six seven three six nine in Connecticut. Help is available. Problem gambling call eight 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 seven eight nine seven 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 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Budo Casino and Resort Kansas twenty one plus. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Toronto. Bonus bets expire one hundred and sixty eight hours after issuance. cdkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming. Sources and underdog. Uh, listen, I've been loving doing the, the stupid little golf drafts uh, on uh, on underdog. Fun on fun on Wednesday nights. Uh, they always look like they can't lose. They can lose. Um, underdog fantasy, but they do have a great way to play it. Uh, they got uh, they got rivals. They got the drafts. All you gotta do is pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. You can win a hundred times your money with some spicy plays. So watch along, make your pips, and maybe. A little cash over at Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up for promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to 100 bucks. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right. Okay. All right. Very good. Let's get to San Francisco 49ers prep. So I guess let's go three to one and we'll go alternate back and forth. And we're starting with, we're starting with uh, San Fran? Yep. Just okay. San Fran, like player props or team props or whatever. Okay. So, Perfect. all right. Uh, kick it off. What's your uh, number three? Uh, right. So number three is the one that I am the least confident in. But um, I like, like we talked about, right? Nice short throws for Purdy. Nice easy throws. Get him in rhythm. Uh, you know, n- nothing crazy. Game management type things. Uh, it's 20 and a half completions. That is like the perfect fucking number. He had 20 against Detroit, 23 in Green Bay, and then 22 against Washington. So I think it kind of works either way right either they get out to a slow start like they have been and going down and they have to throw to catch up or um it's just a regular game plan and you know he has to throw the ball whether that's to McCaffrey, kittle over the middle like i feel like there's gonna be a lot of screens a lot of over the middle to the kittle and debo maybe if 
he can stay healthy. Uh, so I like it over 20 and a half for Brock Purdy. Okay. So this is my honorable mention. I got 21 and a half and I went under. It's right there, man. Yeah. So, <laughs> my, right there. so my rationale is like when I say they're going to protect Purdy, like I mean, maybe he's not even throwing the ball a whole lot. But that's what Shanahan did last time and it fucked him with Jimmy G. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Well, maybe he wants to do it again. I don't know. Maybe he's got a short memory. This is, this yeah. is a different team. So I, what I'm thinking is just a lot of running. We kind of, when we talked to Jeff, carries Debo Samuel, a lot of McCaffrey. We'll get to another guy on my card in a little bit. Um, but you also got to remember too, because I, I bet over 20 and a half for Purdy in the Lions game. I'm like, okay, well, this is easy. Like, I mean, listen, Lions suck. Like on the secondary, 20 half is going to be fine. And he got to about 17 in the fourth quarter, and then it just kind of stopped. He had about 20. Uh, yep, that was, was uh, I, got, I got beat on the hook by a couple things during the championship weekend. Not great. But you got to remember, too, that there really only is four targets on that offense. It is McCaffrey. It's Ayuk. Uh, it is Debo. And it's Kittle. They really don't really throw to anybody else. So, yeah, know, so we'll they, throw, they'll throw... One to Jennings, maybe one to Ushchek. Okay. You got, you got Ayuk against, uh, uh, who's their quarterback? Uh, Jerry Sneed? Jer Jerry is, yeah. Yeah. So everyone's taking the unders on that. So really, it's Caffrey and Debo and Kittle to get you a 21 and a half. So, or 20 and a half yeah. there. So, but hey, you know what? Maybe we'll middle it. Let's, let's hit 21, baby. Blackjack. We both win. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I do have a, uh, 49er receiver on receptions. I paid a little okay. juice on this, but I took George Kittle over three and a half reception to minus 145 there. Uh, I think it's four and a half, a couple other places. I have to find three and a half for a little juice. Went with that. So even though Kansas City's 10th in DVOA against tight ends, they give one of the highest racing catches. Uh, the tight ends, they give about seven and a half per game, and Kittle's the only real tight end in town there. And the Chiefs also run fairly high amount of man-to-man -man defense. In that situation, targets tend to shift towards Kittle and man-to-man. -man. Goes from about an 80% target rate to 22% target share. Uh, and he's got a 72% catch rate in man-to-man -man coverage. is one of the highest in the league. And when Brock Purdy throws to Kittle in man-to-man -man coverage, he has 130.9 pass rating. Kind of like what you said. A lot of easy throws, stuff over the middle. Um, you know, when Casey's bringing that, um, the blitz or the pressure, he might be a nice little safety valve. Uh, I think Kittle's going to have a decent game over three and a half receptions. Minus one forty-five. That was funny. That was my honorable mention too. I like that better than the ads. I'm happily paying the juice for that. It is a little. It, 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 the reason it was honorable mention for me is just because he's gone under that three out of the last six games or something. One, two, three. Yeah, three out of the last five. And so it's like he gets the targets, but it's yeah. I don't know. He only got three targets in Detroit, but I don't know. Like I, I like I like. Him, I just didn't want the yardage. I was like, I, I find 59 and a half. I think he's going to, I think he can get to the catches a hell of a lot easier. Um, like you said, the over the middle stuff, man to man stuff. And that's where Casey can get beat. They're not getting beat on the outside. Right. There you go. All right. What's number two for you? Uh, so, number two for me is uh, Ayuk. And I'm going to go under, right? I'm pretty sure, like you said, everybody else is going under too. Uh, I don't even think it matters that he's on uh, that cornerback's that on, Legarius, whatever his name is. The, uh, he has it, so it's under four and a half, and the juice isn't even that bad. He had he hasn't had over four catches since New Year's Eve. Uh, he gets the targets, uh, 
but for whatever reason, he's not catching. He's gotten three receptions at each of his last three games. And now he's going, now he's going up against um, really, really solid corner um, with a conservative game plan. Uh, I think, I think four and a half is just wrong. I, I think it should have been three and a half. So if I'm getting a whole nother catch and the juice isn't even crazy, uh, I took the under under four and a half. Ayuk. It was like minus one thirty. Yeah, I mean a good game for Ayuk is like six catches anyway. So if you got a good corner yeah. and different game plan, I mean I think that's why everybody's so high on Debo props this week is because they see Lejarius Sneed over on yeah. and Ayuk and say, okay, you know he's going to shut him down and we're going to go that route. All right. And his, and his yardage is 59 and a half, too. I like the receptions better, but I like both of them. Okay. Yeah, because he can break one. Uh, number, exactly. two, yeah, number two for me, I'm thinking about a very run-heavy scheme with the Niners using a lot of Debo, using a lot of McCaffrey. But listen, you've seen McCaffrey for the last month and a half or so, and he's on the sideline. He's getting little that little thing on his thigh. They're trying to warm that up. He had the calf injury towards the end of the year. He just... I've noticed watching a lot of McCaffrey the last month or so is he's getting a little slow getting up. So I know that this is the last game, obviously, I'm going to ride him, but I feel like if they're really going to commit to the run, because you can run on the Chiefs, it just, like you said, the Ravens just decided to abandon it. The Dolphins didn't yep. try to run either. So Elijah Mitchell, his overrunner on rushing attempts is only one and a half. What? And I took the over at minus 105. That's banana land yeah so like, here's the thing though like are, so here's the problem here's the problem with the super bowl the menu is like the cheesecake factory you miss fucking gems like that that is a fucking gem I love that. yeah so the thing is with mitchell though there's some like when he plays he gets like three four five carries yep. there are games though he doesn't doesn't it doesn't get a touch yeah so that's i think why it's a little risky here but one half for Elijah Mitchell, and I think it's going to be a run-heavy scheme. I'm going to go with that for minus 105. To, it's almost a coin flip. I just, I just need two rushing attempts. That's it. That's it. I, That's it. it. I'm going to get really annoyed when one is like a screen that looks like a rushing attempt, but it's just barely over the line, yep. and it counts as a reception, and that's his only two touches of the game. That sounds uh, that sounds about accurate. Yeah, based on my luck this year, yeah, it's probably going to be that. <coughs> All right, what's your what's your uh, most confident San Francisco 49er prop? McCaffrey over ninety and a half. Like this is going to be <laughs> okay. this is going to be. And listen, there's no value in this fucking number, but McCaffrey's the best the best offensive player on this fucking field, other than Patrick Mahomes, and it's fucking not close. The guy runs, he catches the rushing and receiving. If you like that one better, if you think he's going to take it to the house. Um, his, his receptions of his three and a half, uh, I want to say it's 45 for, um, the over on, or I like both of those as well, but I just think if he's going to get that many carries, now look, the injuries do worry me a little bit, especially I, this is what Tommy always gets on me because I like the bet unders most of the time, but I wasn't going to come on here and talk about a bunch of unders. Um, just because listen, it's football injuries can happen, right? Weird shit happens, right? Unders are definitely more profitable uh, for the most part, especially in big games because everybody likes to bet overs, right? And you're going to see this number creep up, creep up, creep up. And so you're probably going to be able to get some better under numbers by the time Sunday comes around. Um, but I think that I really do, man. McCaffrey is such a fucking, he's a different animal, man. Like he is just such a beast. Uh, I mean, he's, I mean, it's the only time he hasn't gone over that number. Oh, I guess he got 90 last uh, against Detroit. Uh, but then it was Washington. He only ran the ball 14 times. Anytime he runs the ball, I mean, he ran for 14 times, got 103 against Baltimore. Um, yeah, 17 for 98 against Green Bay. He's obviously going to be the focal point of the offense. He's going to get fucking 18 carries. And if he gets 
18 carries, then oh, he just has to average, you know, somewhere around five yards a carry, and he'll be fine. Here's the thing, though. So I know you, and you have you have a bit of a a, a balky heart, and every time he's going to get a carry, there is going to be a little split moment saying, "Are you going to get up this time? Yep, you're going to get up without a limp." Yep. And that's a high total unless he just breaks one. But now, but now you've given me the hedge of Elijah Mitchell over one and a half carries. That is true. I'll take, I'll take half of what I've betting on McCaffrey and I'll put it on that. It's so facto injury insurance. There you go. Who's the other one? Jordan Mason. <laughs> Jordan Mason. That's, that's, that's the fly in the ointment. <laughs> we will be very upset. On our text chain, if we see a lot of Jordan Mason <laughs> in the Super Bowl, who I think has been on a milk carton for a couple months Hold now. On, let's, let's see. What has he even done? Has he got a carry lately? Okay. So he has, he's only had one carry in the last six weeks. So, okay. okay. All right. I, I think we're okay. Hopefully, knock on wood. All right. Well, I'm going back to Brock Purdy. Again, I'm trying to just stick with the theme. Think with the narrative with this game. Protecting Purdy. Don't ask him to do a lot. And I, I, I was trying to think of like, you know, game long stuff like attempts or the completions. I bet the completions, but that's honorable mention. But I think at least in the first half, it's foolproof based on how I see the game going. Either Kansas City really is just going to sit on the ball and just bleed the clock and they can really run on the Niners and they're going to dominate time position the first half. You know, Purdy's probably not going to have too many opportunities to throw, but the game is still close. They can still do their game plan or they just milk the clock they're just running this conservative game plan purdy's not doing a ton in the first half he's a slow start anyways i got him under 126 and a half passing yards in the first half and minus 125. perfectly fine with that because i'm taking the first half under first quarter under um i don't mind that 126 because this total number is only 240. so you're getting yeah i like to, i'm gonna write that one down too yeah i think i think actually after i bet it, it's down to like 125 and a half so it's moved one yard oh. but Nope. Yeah, I, 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 I think I just, I just think based on how I see the game going, I don't think Purdy they're going to ask Purdy to do a lot unless they absolutely have to. They're down big, and with this Chiefs team, just how they're constructed, I they're not a blowout team at least in the first half. So um, I'll take the under on them. So oh no, we lost you here. You are on mute. So let me actually. Pick this up while you are uh, fixing it. Yeah, that. so I don't know. Oh, so there you go. My computer started talking to me, and it was like some fucking back ad. I got 9,000 tabs open. I couldn't figure out what started playing a lie that. Okay. Why don't we close all the tabs then? <laughs> I need the tabs open. They got my you need 9,000 tabs open? I don't need them all open. But, okay. you know. All right. Um, anything honorable mention for you? Yeah, so I like the, I like the Kittle. Um, I like that angle, especially with the receptions open. The ads. Um, I like that. I love that. I love the. I love the Mitchell. And I just looked. Uh, he got four carries last game for fucking seven yards and a TD. There you go. I like. I like. Um, and I like the Purdy under the first half. Um, other than that, this is like you said. It's such a funnel offense. The juice is through the fucking roof. Um, they're both funnel offenses. Like it's just everybody knows who's getting the targets. I'm not paying the fucking juice for over fucking big numbers. I'm just not. And I'm also not fucking going to play the unders on guys who get targeted fucking 10 times in a game. Like, I'm just not going to do it. So it's like a Mexican standoff. I'll just go find money to put on the ship. 
Yeah, there you go. Um, so obviously the under on Purdy, 21 and a half pass completions. Hopefully we can middle that there. But uh, with inspiration from Jeff Feinberg from Tuesday and from uh, you after a couple of gin and tonics, you guys are so heavy on Debo Samuel. I parlayed Debo Samuel over two and a half rushing attempts and over 78 and a half rushing receiving yards for uh, plus 160. So Ooh. if if again... A lot of running with this team. You know, they're going to have some gadget plays for Debo. We'll get the rush attempts up for him. I like and- Debo's receptions, too. I think I got to look at the alt line just because mm-hmm. I remember just looking at it. Like, I'm not betting that. I just moved on pretty quickly. Like, I'm just not betting that. I moved on. But I, I want to dig into it a little more. Maybe take a look at some alt line stuff. Because I do okay. think he's going to have a big game. So, yeah, I like okay. that a lot. All right. Very good. So, all right. Why don't we take another break? Yep. And then we will move on to Kansas City props, which I had a lot harder time coming up with those. All right. So my so I mine were pretty easy. We'll see if you we'll see if you agree with what okay. I think all uh, right. I think pretty easy. So all right, well listen to that. Super Bowl 58 props contest, thousand dollar winner take all free to enter everybody. It's free. Uh pick fifty-eight props for Super Bowl fifty-eight. You enter today over at sportsgamepodcast.com slash SB58. Or the link in the SGPN app. And Cut. Cut is the Peter Beer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Social betting is a new and better way to bet. Bet directly against your friends or other users in sports, politics, pop culture, and other events with verifiable outcomes, plus tons of social features that give it a feel of a betting social network, plus lower big and fully customizable odds. You can create your own bets. Cut handles the payment side of things, so you're not going to chase anybody down for money. Plus, they got group chat, betting leaderboards, head-to-head history, user profiles, fan groups, and more. Plus, you get cash back every time. You bet against your friends or other users. And they, our partners at Cut are giving away $5,000 to the user who refers the most new depositors. By the end of the Super Bowl weekend, all you have to do is invite your friends to sign up for Cut via the invite friend button on your dashboard and have them deposit before Monday. The user with the most deposit referrals will get $5,000 insight credit automatically added to their account next week. Got the peer-to-peer social betting platform. It's US based and available in 40 states. Head to Cut.com. That's K-U-T-T.com and use code SGPN. For a 10% deposit bonus. And uh, listen, do you guys, uh, if you guys money bags listen to us, I mean, you're betting on golf sometimes. So, uh, you know, it, you guys are in that range that uh, typically have more money for advertisers. So, game time, uh, listen, you want some Super Bowl tickets, game time probably got you covered, man. You can buy them up to the last minute. So, if you want to fly out to Vegas and not have to deal with uh, Joe Knuckles, the scalper, and actually get a verifiable ticket. Uh, yeah, go go there, man. Plus, you get to find out exactly where the seat is. You see what it's going to look like, uh, and they guarantee the lowest price. And if they find the uh, seat in the same row uh, for less, it's going to give you 110 uh, percent of the value. So, listen, uh, it's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Um, Two taps on your set, plus they get sent directly to your phone so you don't have to dig through your email. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app now. Create an account and use code CFBX for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code, code CFBX for 20 bucks off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, guaranteed. Lowest price, guaranteed. Yeah. All right. And li- listen, if you miss out on Super Bowl tickets, you still want to fly to Vegas, you probably get uh, tickets to the live event for pretty cheap. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah. It's so true. hang out in the Birdie Shack. The Birdie Shack, baby. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. With, man, uh, the plane is cool. <laughs> the plane is cool. I, I don't think uh, John Rahm was a big fan of the music blaring right next to the seventeenth green. There, that he was not. No, I don't think. Funny. I don't think Brooks was either. They they got out of there in a big hurry. Did you, did you see that Brooks uh, broke his driver, so he had to use three wood uh, all day today. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. So why? So why did you? I mean, 
you know he's got another bat. He's got one somewhere, right? He can't go to the. So he had, so he had an old, so he had an older driver, but it had the wrong shaft, and he was just spraying it all over the place. So he okay. said, "Forget this. I'm just going to hit three wood." So that's uh, that's really going to skew my uh, driving numbers on him this week. I'm going to yes. see what. Keep a mental note that no, Brooks Kupka actually is one of the longest hitters in this tour, not uh, shorter than Abe Answer today. So, all right. Let's go to the Kansas City props. I'll go first on this one. I already talked about this one on the Tuesday show, but if you missed on the cross uh, sport prop between the winning score and waste management higher than Patrick Mahomes' uh, passing yards, you still get a 262.5. Again, I, th- I think there is a chance of the Niners, if they commit to the run, being successful and really dominating the time of possession this game. And we see with this Chiefs team. You know, even if they are successful, they're very ball control, small ball. They're not the explosive offense they used to be. And I think this total has gone under, I think, six of the last eight games for Mahomes. And in games when they have had the the clock uh, on their favor, he hasn't had a lot of opportunity. So under 262 and a half for passing yards, just a couple avenues with it. Either the Niners just dominate the game and Mahomes doesn't have the opportunity to pass, or they just do what they've been doing and they sit on the ball and. He doesn't get this number. So I'll go under on his passing yards. All right. I know you don't love it. Yeah, You're I mean, I can see it. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I'm obviously scared of Mahomes. But look, I mean, so his, I'm trying to pull it up. And I don't know why this is But I was looking at his Super Bowl numbers and obviously different teams, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but he wasn't, he's not like lighting up the scoreboard with number with like passing yards. I don't necessarily hate it. Um, but yeah, I think I think my my issue with it is is that it's like you said, it's such a funnel offense. It's fucking three guys who do shit, right? It's Mahomes, Pacheco, Kelsey, and Rice, right? So I don't know. Uh, so let's see. His last, yeah. So he went two eighty six, two seventy, and his last and his last one he went one eighty two, and they actually fucking won that game. So yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see that. So okay. yeah, I, he's right there, and uh, I, I think the ball control thing is definitely an interesting aspect. I wonder. Let me do a little digging and see like what the average number of possessions for each team is during the game, and then maybe over the last couple of games in the playoffs, and try to make some projections based off of that, and even probably less possessions because everybody's well. You think it's? I would actually think it's probably more possessions this game, but I don't think they're meaningful possessions. I think they just be they're going to be tight in the first quarter, so there's going to be more more three and outs, more stalled drives, so maybe more possessions but maybe not as more meaningful possessions so that's yeah, not as efficient maybe, maybe less different ways yes yeah. like less efficiency there yeah. yeah all right all right so i don't mind that um so my uh my my third is uh pacheco over 67 and a half um the guy runs his ass off the only thing that makes me a little worried about that um there's nine million different practice reports coming out it's not like mckinnon runs the ball uh, but if McKinnon is in and plays, that takes Pacheco off some of the third downs, right? Where they can run a draw and they can do things like that. Uh, I mean, Pacheco, it, it, while he has a shit ton of wasted motion, he hasn't had less than 68 yards since Vegas on Christmas. Um, so, I mean, even in Buffalo, he only carried the ball 15 times, got 97. Cincinnati 18, 130. Like, he'll, he'll get there. Like, he was inefficient as shit against Baltimore and he still fucking got there. Um, 
And I think it's the same thing. It's that ball control shit. So if it doesn't go the way I think it's going to go and Kansas City's up and Andy Reid wants to take the fucking air out of the ball and he actually remembers to take the fucking air out of the ball, Pacheco's going to get work and he's going to get to that 67. And yeah, I just think of all the guys who get hyped up, I mean, holy shit, that dude is going to look like the Tasmanian devil on that first drive. I guarantee it. He's going to be he's going to be doing nose beers on the sideline. <laughs> he reminds me of Ahmad Bradshaw. Just the way he, uh, I can see that. Just, just a little bowling ball, a power, yeah, a lot of energy. He's, he's short, wasted, wasted movement. It's fucking wild. Well, Ma Bradshaw also had a short career because he just yeah. wanted to hit everybody, and I think Pacheco was probably on that uh, trajectory there too. Probably, probably. That's my that's my third. That's my third. My third one. Yeah, he'll probably be on the practice squad for the Jaguars in four years and then wash out. So, uh, so, so Pacheco is number two on my list. I went a slightly different angle than you. Uh, I went over 86 and a half rushing and receiving yards. Love it. I almost, I almost took his receptions too. I, I, cause I think, I think there's going to be a lot of checkdowns too. Yeah. So, so there's a lot of checkdowns to the Niners. That's why we almost, um, you know, cash that with, uh, what the hell is like, that guy's name? I forget. I forget. I forget that rookie running back for Detroit now. Gibbs. G- Gibbs. Yeah. yeah. I, why did I think Javid best? That was the first one that popped in my head. That's a time oh, warp. <laughs> That's God, a dude. huge time warp there. We are old. I am very. I'm on. I'm on little sleep. I woke up five times last night with a baby. I'm. I'm not doing good right now. I'm not doing good. Job at best. But uh, Pacheco has gone over this total in six of the last eight games. And I. I. I saw a quote from Andy Reid saying he thinks it's a stretch that McKinnon's going to play. He doesn't think he's going to activate in time. So I think it's going to be all to himself again, unless. Yeah. Somehow, you know, Clyde Edwards Hilaire has a bunch of uh, incriminating photos on Andy Reid again and just gets like 10 carries irrationally. But um, he's gone over six and eight in the last eight games for over 86 and a half rushing receiving. Again, if I think it's going to be ball control offense, yeah. that's the route I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I love it. Yeah, like I said, I, I was together. His, his receptions at three and a half at plus money um, was my honorable mention. Um, I think okay. it's like plus 140 over three and a half. And for all the reasons we talked about, like, I love betting under the running backs, but like you said, it's, it's very stressful for me during the game. <laughs> so, so. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he got four catches last week. And so, I mean, if it's a similar type game where it's ball control and they're still going to dump it off to him, McKinnon's not playing. CEH has got fucking stone hands. So yeah, I don't, I don't mind that at all. So. Yeah. 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 Running backs uh, against the Niners get uh 7.9 catches uh, a game. So I think uh, how many how many went over Gibbs's head in the the Lions game there? Fucking four, four. Yeah. And you end up with three. Got yep. hit. Got killed on the hook again with that. Oh, dude, that was a bad weekend for us. Uh, that was a real bad weekend, and I've had a couple of bad weekends other than the Neiman outright uh, since then. I'm just glad my local. I- I, he like hit me with the balance. I was like, yeah, I was like, you, I was like those fucking placements. I was like, dude, it's only 54 holes. My other books ca- didn't, didn't, uh, didn't mark those as losses. He was like, all right, that's fine. I was like, fuck yeah. Wow. <laughs> Alpha move. It's like, dad was like, it's like, daddy's not as deep in the red as he needs to be. Let's go. Well, there you go. All yeah. right. So I can't see from again, this is kind of weak. I mean, I didn't give you my second one. Oh, oh so, wait, you I'm started, sorry. right? I'm, you started, you started, did you start? You started. I did start. Yeah. yeah. Okay, your turn. Well, I, I, I did Pacheco. So, yeah, actually, it's your number two now. All right. So, mine is one that I found on two different books. One's on DraftKings, and I found it on, I think, uh, the Bet365 or something like that. But anyway, so it's Mahomes, 15 rush yards and 215 pass yards 
over on both at minus 120. I fucking mm. love that bet. Love it. The only thing that terrifies me, and tell me if my memory is wrong about this. I'm pretty sure he ruined, was it last Super Bowl, where he like went back like 10 yards and kneeled? I think it was actually the Chiefs Niners one. He ruined it. Okay. Yeah. I, so that sticks out in my memory. Um, but yeah, I don't care. Like, I, I, I my number one bet is correlated to that. And uh, I just love that a lot, man. Mahomes runs and he runs in good spots. He's, he's running more now than he ever has. Uh, and in the last, uh, last three Super Bowls, um, he's rushed over that every single time. And, uh, you know, even with the, even with the, even with the back. So I love that. And he's definitely getting a 215. He might not get to 260, but he's getting a 215. Mm-hmm. Likely, unless he pulls a hammy. And that would be really devastating wow. for the, for, Listen, for If he pulls a hammy, I will happily lose my bet. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. It, it makes me wonder what's the catch there. What, yeah, what, it's, a, what, it's, it's a trappy. It's trappy. I it's you. very trappy. What do they know? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they got the script. Who knows? Yeah, possibly. All right. So my, my number one pick, I, again, like I, I didn't love Chiefs props, but this is one I had on there. So there's a lot of talk about the kickers this no. game, how Jake Moody just isn't very good. No, he's and still. He's, he's very rattled. And you can actually get Kansas City has the longest field goal of the game at minus 120. I mean, Harrison Bucker is actually perfect from over 40 yards so far this year. 40 for four, four for four in the regular season for over 40, five for five over 50, two for two over 40 in the postseason here. Uh, and then Jake Moody, you know, only three for five over 40 in the regular season, two or three over 50, but he's two for four over 40 in this postseason. Um, I'll just trust the, the guy, the better kicker, the one with the bigger leg to get the longest field goal of the game, considering how accurate he is and how inaccurate the air guy is. Uh, Longest field goal is KC minus one twenty. Okay, I like it. That's right. fine. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> bet against Moody. That's. I mean, you don't need much more logic other than that. Bet against the shitty kicker who's, yep. whose nerves can't handle regular season. Never mind the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> oh god, I can't believe I think I can't believe I think fucking. Super Bowl. <laughs> Anywho, um, and my <laughs> my number one my number one bet is uh, Mahomes over four and a half rushing attempts. Temps, he's got six uh, in his last three. He's gone over that in every single Super Bowl. Um, yeah, I just think that he's gonna he's gonna pull it down. He's gonna run, get away from Bosa for whatever reason. He can escape those sacks. Um, and yeah, I just think um, I think he's dude. He extends fucking plays and he runs. And look, if the game doesn't go the way I think, and he gets a couple kneel downs at the end, those count too. Um, so yeah, I love over four and a half at that I fucking love that bet. Like love it. Yeah. I was going to say that I had over four and a half in the Ravens game and he was sitting on three and yep. I was praying that they got yep. the first down <laughs> to get a two minute warning. And I was like, yes, yep. Yep. one of the few bets I won on the weekend. I at least got yeah, that one, yeah. but yeah, like you said, kneel downs count. So maybe that's why I didn't do the odds. And maybe that could <laughs> offset your, uh, the Niners pick, which. Yeah, so I like his deal. Like, like, yeah, I'm not gonna be fucking super heavy on the side just because I, I just, I'm so. Fine, let's just get into the game, right? Let's just talk about it. Well, hold, hold, hold on, hold on. We can just get what? what? I got, I got one more honorable mention. It's a gate overall game prop. It's not a team prop. All right, what you got? So again, I'm thinking about ball control. You're gonna protect Purdy. I don't think they're gonna ask him to do a whole lot there. 
And just the Chiefs, how they've been running. It's a lot of small ball, not explosive. Again, just kind of sit on leads. Yeah. I, I bet under two and a half turnovers minus 115. I just don't think Ooh. there's going to be a lot of opportunities for interceptions. So I like I, it's going to come down, I think, the fumbles at that point. And oh, yeah. maybe per, maybe all this chatter about Purdy sucks now. Maybe that's going to light a fire on his ass. He actually has a decent game. You know, there's uh, there's no Kadarius Tony to ricochet off his hands or his shoulder pads for a pick six. Yeah. So maybe Mahomes is immune to the interceptions now. So I'll I'll take the under on turnovers. I think that's been a popular right. narrative. People want to pound the over on on Purdy's interceptions at like minus mm-hmm. one fifty. Even my coworker, who's a Niners fan. Nope. He's like, yeah, you should probably should bet that. He's terrified of Shanahan with Purdy. This game's trying, you know, thinking he's like Steve Young or something. But I'll so take that's the the opposite, which is funny. Like it's the opposite of how Shanahan handles these quarterbacks that he doesn't have faith in. He doesn't treat him like Steve Young. He treats them like me and you out there. Like, yeah, Christ, I'm not letting this asshole throw the ball. Yeah, so so I, I think it's gonna be under two net turnovers for the game. I like that one. I like that a lot. That's a good one. Okay. All right. You want to go into first touchdown or you want to get into the game? The game pick. Let's get into the game. Uh, so first touchdown. I don't. Even, I don't really have those yet. I think. I think I got. Yeah, we can go over yours. But yeah, let's get into the game. So what do we think the game's? Getting? So I'm terrified. Here's here's why I'm terrified. The bet San Francisco money line. One is Patrick Mahomes. He's getting points. Why is he getting points? They've clearly looked better than San Fran in the playoffs. Every Tom, Dick, Harry, Talking Head, everybody in the world, I feel like, is on Kansas City. <laughs> so that's the only thing that makes me feel. A little better when I'm on the internet. Like, what do the bookmakers know? How come fucking Kansas City doesn't? Is it is it laying the points? And it's like, take a look at like the splits. At least some of the splits I've looked at. It looks like the sharper money is on San Fran. Now that being said, I shit on sharp money sometimes just because they want to bet EV numbers and things like that. But man, like I feel like at the beginning of the playoffs, like. San Fran would have been favored by more than this, right? Like, like obviously, look, things change between the beginning of the playoffs and now, but I don't know, man. I'm terrified to bet against Mahomes, but I'm going to stick to my guns and think San Fran is the better fucking team. And just like the just like the 06 Pats, like you can you can hide it for so long with a great quarterback, but eventually it catches up to you. So I think uh, San Fran might. Okay. So I, I had a moment of clarity. I think when I was driving my kid home, and a lot of what you said. And there is just so much assumption that America's sweethearts are going to get their fairy tale ending yep. on the field. <laughs> yep. Elsie getting the MVP and proposing, proposing. And, the royal, and the royal wedding and their five kids that they're going to have, five new Kelsies in, you know, invading the league in about 20 years or so. Everybody's just assuming that that's going to happen. And you also have people who will just think the Niners kind of suck now. Maybe they were frauds. Maybe they only beat up on crap teams all year. Is their defense any good? And listen, stuff uh, stuff happens in two weeks between the championship game and the Super Bowl for unknown reasons. For example, when the, oh, Chiefs, got, okay. when the Chiefs got blown out, Against the Bucks, Woo, baby, that was the easiest money I ever made in my life. Listen, I I was on the Bucks too, but I don't think he ever thought it was going to go that way. I'm pretty sure if we roll the tape back, you know me, dude. I am uh, okay. I'm right. I'm a staunch Brady over everything. So okay, but 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 rational, you you know, post you know major life crisis, you. <laughs> 
rational, baby. That. That's true. You don't have a rational side. <laughs> I don't think no one actually saw that. No one saw the Chiefs just being broken right. in two weeks. So stuff happens. The Chiefs are yeah. also not going to have their guard, sounds like. It's yeah, it's a stud, man. Yep. And even though we like Pacheco, he's nicked up comes yep. to the game. So I think just a combination of, and listen, what do we talk about in golf? We hate when the narrative comes through. So yep. I'm just anti-narrative yep. at this point. Yep. So I'm going to, I'm just going to take the Niners minus two. Maybe I'm my, I, line. my line, my line, my line is only 120. And if, if they win by okay. two, I don't know bet. I'll be pissed. All right. I haven't placed the bet yet. So yeah. I'll probably join you out. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Niners money line. They're yeah. going to win the game. And I, I think everybody's just going to be so disappointed. They're not going to know what to do after the game because you know it's they're gonna not going to awesome. have they're going to have their big shining moment. The Swifty, the Swifties aren't going to they're going to feel their first taste of NFL defeat. Mm-hmm. How sweet is that? My daughters will be very fucking upset. Oh, they'll be fine. No, no, they dude. They like it's funny, man. They'll come over. Like they'll come over. They can point out Travis Kelsey on the fucking field. It's wild. So they're so they're officially Chiefs fans. Then that must make you feel real great. No, they're not fucking cheap. There's not allowed in my house. The uh, yeah, no. Oh sure. All right, but when <laughs> I let I let Annalise uh, cheer for the Jags just a little bit because we live here. Like, uh, that's it. All right. When, when Daddy's mowing the lawn, the Chiefs jerseys come out. Then <laughs> oh, bullshit. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Dude, my kids didn't even get Pittsburgh jerseys. My wife from Pittsburgh. I was like, no, not in this house. Fucking okay. no. only only Boston teams. That's it. Sorry. Like, you right. don't care about sports like I do. Sorry. There you go. All right. <laughs> let's move on. Since we got the pick out of the way, let's go on a first touchdown. So you haven't bet anything yet. No, because I was I was looking and it's like because it's such a funnel offense. I was thinking about so I was looking at Mahomes at twenty or twenty five, whatever it is, and just fucking Kelsey just for the stupid narrative. And Kelsey's at like nine to one. I feel like that's pretty good. Um, yeah, that actually, that's pretty good. It's pretty good for Casey. I mean, they're not going to move that much. The the, the value is all sucked out of this fucking market as it is. Um, and then for San Fran, I was looking at Purdy at twenty eight. He almost fucking ran one when I had him like three weeks ago. <laughs> Went for that pylon and the slow white motherfucker couldn't make the angle. Um, and then uh, Kittle at 11 to 1 seems fucking underpriced too. So I'm just going, I think I'm just going to go QB tight end combo call it a day. Okay. I mean, you're right. The value is sucked out of this market. And like, I really tried to find longer shots with this, but so I went looking. All right, what's Justin Watson doing? He's got like one touchdown in like two years. I actually hit the wasn't he the first touchdown I hit in um was it Germany? Is that where he hit? <laughs> like the whole, I don't know. I was on the golf course at that point, so you might. I think I texted you like nine a.m. I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you might have done that. So that was one of those guys. Yeah, or like I mean, there's no one outside the big four. Well, actually, there's a couple guys outside the big four that I, I like for the Niners, but outside the big three on the Chiefs, like who really is there? And even Mahomes doesn't really like towards the goal line for that corner. Towards towards the goal line, he doesn't really run all that no. much. Ever ever since he got his knee bent the wrong way in that QBC, he's kind of doesn't really do a lot of that. It makes sense. So. And look, this is a Super Bowl. I understand betting two guys at the top of the board and a couple other long shots probably not the best, but whatever. It's a Super Bowl. Who gives a yeah. shit? Yeah. Um, so the Niners, I got three guys. I got Debo plus 950. Again, you guys have just sold me on this idea of Debo having a massive <laughs> Great. I can't wait to get these fucking hate texts when he doesn't do shit. <laughs> ah, whatever. Listen, I, I am my own man. I make my own bets. 
Uh, but I, I will join in solidarity to what seems like the, uh, um, you know, typical SGPM bet for first oh, yeah. touchdown. Kyle Juszczyk, yeah. 45 to 1. And Elijah Mitchell was 80 to 1. I know. I looked at that too. I did that, but I did that the last two playoff games. And I just I don't get the appetite for it again. Yeah, so it's, it's congratulations on your 80 to 1. Listen, it's, it's 80 to 1. Maybe Caffrey, like, Gets a little nicked up. And gets tired. I just think he gets tired. I've seen that before. I've seen yeah. the, it literally happened this season. McCaffrey got tired. They took him out. And Elijah Mitchell yeah, scored. Because he ran like 95 yards. I'm, t- like, I'm telling you, that's that's why I've been betting Mitchell. I, and so I, I'm going to have to join you on uh, use check, too, just for network solidarity. Okay. Um, and then and wife's then, a fucking smoke show, too. And she's like, she's making all types of money now. Did you see that? Like, she's coming out with this like fashion line. Like, they, no. she made this, she made you know, this. Fucking, you know, I don't give a shit about any of that stuff. I know. I'm just saying it's an interesting story. Like, like they caught her on the sidelines. She's in this like hot outfit, but it's like four females. And like now she's like producing it already. And it's like, oh, get that money, girl. Cause you check went to a fucking Ivy. Did he go to, um, you go to Havid? I have no go idea. To, he, he went to an Ivy. I know that. So he's a smack cat. Okay. Well, good for him. Uh, and then Casey, uh, you know, listen, if a narrative is going to hit Travis Kelsey for Travis. plus 800, which apparently is like the biggest liability for the books. So, so then why haven't they fucking moved it? That's my question. I don't know. Cause they got the script. Cause they, cause they're getting a bunch of $5 bets. Probably. Do you really, do you really think these people like out there that believe the fucking NFL has a script? Yeah. I think everybody's, I think everybody's just in on the bit. Have you turned on like. TV the last I don't dude, years. I refuse I refuse I don't watch any ESPN NFL network none of that shit oh uh, not, not even sports there's a lot of crap that a lot of people believe that uh oh yes okay yeah, yeah now I know what you're saying yeah that's yeah. true there are lizard yeah. people out there I guess <laughs> Anyways, uh I I just I maybe to just protect myself Kelsey plus 800 for first session. love it so, yeah I'm with you. all right novelty props come on so you don't have any but I, I got some no I do I do okay Okay. Oh, so I have some weird ones, but so are you are you a coin flip guy? No. I know you're not. Okay. So I just want to assume. So I bet tails every single year. So I just that's it. Fucking even money. Tails never fails. Whatever. Fucking let's go. Always tails. Um so I have the only other like novelty novelty I have that isn't a cross sport or like one that I want two that I want you to hear. Um is Gatorade at plus two seventy five red. Both teams have red. Why wouldn't red be in the Gatorade? They don't share any other color. That seems Plus like that, the- that seems like nat that never comes through. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. But red is the best flavor. Right? Yeah. It's a little sweet, but all Gatorade's a little sweet. I, I think I prefer the uh the light blue. Like what, the Arctic Freeze? No, so those are fine. The freezes yeah, are fine. Those are regular light really yeah. good. Okay. Um, but yeah. So anyway, those are my two uh, randos that that have nothing to do with football. I look for some usher bets for like yeah, being the first song. Like that's got a cash. Um, I couldn't find that, um, and I'll let you handle the anthem thing. But I think it's owned. All right. Well, I don't have an anthem, but all right. So uh, so a, a week ago, I actually placed a decent bet because I had a long talk with my wife about the halftime show, and we bu- she's a big usher fan. We thought OMG was going to be a very good opening song just because of how it starts. And you, know, you don't really need another artist for that to introduce Usher to everybody. 
But then I, I saw that apparently they're doing a promotion with Ludacris and Lil John about, hey, Usher's missing. Do, do, do. And of course, they're in. Yeah. So, yeah. Which, which is, <laughs> I. Dude, that song was a fucking banger. No, it's it's a banger, <laughs> but like the whole point of I feel like the Super Bowl is you want to hide the special guests and like a big surprise. Like when Fifty Cent dropped from the roof and was hanging upside down, said in the club, I lost my shit because I didn't see that coming. Yeah, it was pretty fucking yeah. sweet. And, I, and I feel like with the special guests, you should surprise them. So like Little John just randomly shows up in the middle. It keeps you hyped and everything. If you want to sh- throw him out all the beginning with him and Ludacris, fine. Whatever. Yep. That's I get it. It's a perfectly fine opening song. That is going to be the opening song. So that is a lost bet. I'm already over one with this. <laughs> uh, with that. But let's try and give it a couple other winners. So my wife gave me a couple. Oh, all right. Okay. Let's start with the puppy bowl. She obviously loves the puppy bowl. She is a big dog person. I'm a you know big dog person too. And uh, she was perusing the website, and we have a black and tan dachshund that is named Rudy, who's a lovable, cute little asshole that sometimes pisses in the house when he gets mad. Yep. But Team Fluff has this little guy named Beignet. Yeah. Yeah. From from a rescue uh, in New Orleans. And he is on Team Fluff. And Team Fluff is minus 150. She wanted me to lay juice on a pre-recorded dog show. Yeah, ask Sean how that goes. Yeah, as the winner. But <laughs> uh, Team Fluff, minus 150, and she loves the under 165 and a half for some reason. Okay. Call it women's intuition. So if somehow Amen. you can parlay that or Please. tease it maybe, you know, maybe that can uh, that can work for you. Nice. All right, awesome. another one. She likes, she's also a. Uh, we're going to the anthem, but it's well. We're going to America the Beautiful. We are Who's going to. Po- we're going to post Malone, Ooh. who I'm sure is going to enrage half the country. Dude, he's so good. Oh, he's he's, so- ac- he's excellent. But people are going to be like, "Why does he have all those weird markings on his face?" Yeah, middle America is not going to love post Malone. It's not going to love that. But hey, listen, they got Reba McIntyre though. That's the compliment. Yeah, he's got to even it out. Everybody together there. You can't have post Malone. Uh, a black halftime performer and not have a white country performer or Iowa and Texas will fucking riot. <laughs> they will. <laughs> but so I, I went, so we went through the images. So Post Malone, obviously very eclectic, wild guy, yeah. march to the beat of his own drum. He does try and dress it up for formal occasions like the Grammys or the American Music Awards. He does wear like a suit or a blazer yeah. or everything like that. So you can actually bet with his top. Ooh. If what he's wearing is has sleeves or not to cover all the tattoos. And I think dome. It, it's in a dome, but this is a formal occasion. It's national TV. He's singing America, the beautiful. I think he's going to have a little bit of respect. Please. I think he's going to, he's going to wear probably something with a blazer. It's going to be a very uh, bedazzled wild blazer, but it's going to be a blazer. I 100%, 100% agree with that take. So you can wear, you can bet on him wearing a top that covers a sleeve at minus 110. It's actually the it. underdog. I mean, it's juice, but. Fucking love that. All right. Maybe, t- all right. I'll tell you where this is, and then maybe you, you can t- ask your local to give you the odds on it. All right. So, okay. All right. And then the last one, Taylor Swift. You got to have a Taylor Swift prop. Yep. So I gave my wife the link. And she <laughs> how many did you get back? Oh, I got back like I got back all these five, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna, <laughs> throw, like, I'm gonna throw like 15 bucks on each, like yeah, nothing serious. Yeah. 
whatever. Yeah. Let's just have some fun with it. Um, but she is adamant that uh, she said, quote unquote, she's always drinking. She always has a drink in her hand when they show her. So you can actually bet, will they show her in the broadcast holding a drink at plus 120? Oh, that's fucking free money. So there you go. But here's the catch, though. It's mm. between kickoff and the end of the game. So okay. if it's if it's after the game, she's holding champagne or something, doesn't count. That makes sense. It's got to be during the game. Okay, fine. She's going to have a high noon or something like that. Yeah, there you go. So, all right. Well, that's it for me. Yeah. I got nothing else. Got anything right, else? So, yeah, check these out. Tell me what you think about these. Okay. So, DK did a boost. I don't have access to this yet, but I would bet if I had it. Both teams to score rushing TDs plus 200. Two to one. Both teams to score rushing TDs. I've considered that. All right. I, I think I think Pacheco worries me. Like, yeah. Maybe they just, he gets a lot of yards and no touchdown. Yeah. But, okay. Fat guy. I mean, but it's two to one, though. Two to one. And then fat guy just score a touchdown. Always fun. 50 to one. Fat guy. Offensive lineman. Offensive lineman. Okay. Yeah. What about a really what about a really fat tight end? No, I don't it. think that counts. <laughs> o lineman yeah. scores a touchdown. All right. And you can okay. shop it. I think I started somewhere else at like 92. So okay. no, that's always fun. And then so this is a Taylor. So the DraftKings did like basically like plays on Taylor songs, but I don't understand any of it. Um oh yeah, I didn't understand either of those. So this is called Look What You Made Me Do. I believe that's a song. And it's sure. So, so even though I think even though I think San Fran wins this game, I think this is a very, very Interesting, good bet. Casey trails in the fourth and wins. <laughs> <laughs> like to come back, the storybook ending. Kelsey catches the game winning touchdown, down three. Yeah. But, and that's yeah. five to one. And, and then people are just pining for the sequel after that. Oh, Christ. Yeah, that, you and I are going to lose our mind if that oh, yeah. comes through. Oh, yeah. After what we, went, what we went through with Fitzpatrick winning yeah. the U.S. Open there and the countless other Ricky. bullshit narratives. Ricky. God, Ricky. Um, all right, so Stop. tell me if these make sense. So I, I had to do one cross-golf one, even though I don't love any of them. This is the only one I like the, the, the best. Spieth over birdies in the final round, and of course it's negated if he doesn't make it, um, over made field goals in the game. So how many made uh, field goals? Four max. I mean, the over under is what three and a half. Yeah. So four. Usually the over under on the birdies for the last round is like four and a half, and it's going to be decent weather yeah. on Sunday. So yeah, I actually kind of like that. All right, cool. That's fucking that's minus one ten. And then I gotta be missing something here. I have to be. So it's Celtics points versus Miami. Miami's got a good defense. We just boat raced them at fucking Miami. Scored like hundred and forty fucking points over Casey rush yards. Okay. So it's Pacheco, CEH, Mahomes. Mahomes. Isn't, isn't there over under rush yards like 120? I don't know. I didn't look at that. But yeah, yeah. the Celtics, the Celtics, well, the Celtics the last couple of weeks. I feel, I, I see like, I didn't even think about, I think well, 120 is a lot, unless Pacheco has a fucking great game. Like, if it's 60, then Mahomes gets fucking 30. Say that's 90. Where are the other fucking 30 yards coming from? Uh, an end around to Travis Kelsey to oh, score, slow score the winning touchdown. 
It's not going to be a good day for me. Maybe, maybe Kadarius Tony gets a half, uh, a carry, and uh, redeems him. God, listen, for my Sam friend, that I hope he's fucking playing. <laughs> All right. Well, those are the only weird ones I got. Okay. All right. Well, that's it. That concludes a very busy week for us. Very busy. And we're yes. back on a Sunday. Riviera preview, baby. We do. We'll have to figure out when we're going to record. Maybe you can join me this time. But Yeah, I want to. You can keep doing it at the fucking crack of dawn. Dude, I got two kids and a lot of responsibilities. I got to find time when I can do it. I know, right? buddy. I'm just breaking your balls. I know. The, uh, if I didn't, I, I didn't have the kids that night, so I slept in the next day. Other than that, I would have been up and I would have been Yeah. You see me do I, I did one at like 5.30 a.m. on a Monday. Yeah, that was never happening for me, ever. I know, I know, I know it's not, but literally, like, this is my life. Like, this is, that was the only, literally the only time all weekend I could have done it. Yep. Fun stuff. Yes. I'll figure it out on Sunday what time to go. Um, It's got to have to be early because I got to fucking, I got to go watch the BMI. I was going to try to squeeze in a round of golf. Well, so that's the thing. We'll have to, we'll have to coordinate. It's either going to be Sunday morning or Saturday night. Saturday night probably worked better. Okay. All right, then. All right. Anyway, it'll be out. It'll be out, everybody. And uh, listen, well, this is the last football show. Let's end it. And then uh, come on, make some more fucking money with golf for the rest of the year. Let's fatten it up and uh, put some money on the next elevated event at Riviera. Let's go. Y'all next week.